First of all, very excited to start this, uh, this series. This is the most appropriate series for uh, Rosh Chodesh Elul, for getting ready for, uh, for Rosh Hashanah. Just two words of biographical background. Uh, Rabbi Shlomo Volbe was the preeminent Musser authority, uh, very contemporary. He was born in 1914 and, and died in 2005. So uh, he was literally, uh, many of my colleagues and many of those of my mentors literally uh, knew him and learned with him. So this is a work as opposed to what we're going to start at, at, uh, at Mincham, Nesil Shasharim, which was written hundreds of years ago. This work was written for the contemporary uh, Jew uh, in our day and age. He was born into a, a, a secular family in Berlin. He did not grow up religious. He actually found religion in the University of Berlin. Um, in his early 20s, which is an interesting and unique story for the preeminent uh, Musser authority of our generation, actually did not grow up religious. Uh, during the war years, he was in his late 20s, early 30s. The, the war ended when he was 30 years old. He ended up in Switzerland um, and eventually uh, made his way to Eretz Yisrael uh, after the end of the war, was involved in the yeshiva uh, in the south for about 30 years and then made his way to Yerushalayim where he opened up a base Musser. Um, we became very, very famous for his taburas. He would have small groups of uh, young men would gather together and, uh, and he would learn. This, this sefer that we're learning, a Chelek Beis of the Ali Shor, is a, a wonderful sefer. He spent 30 years writing his two, uh, he wrote many books. He wrote smaller pamphlets on Kiruv, uh, one on Ikari and Muna, on the foundations of our faith. He wrote one on parenting, very popular book. Uh, but his main life's work was this, this work uh, that I'm holding, that some of you I see have as well. Um, in which he set out a course for the modern Jew to become a ben Torah, to become, in his words, what he really focused on was the olam hapnimi, developing the inner world of every Jew, that we have a world within ourselves that we have to develop and nurture and focus on, not just the things that we do, but the people that we are, the olam hapnimi, and becoming a baal aliyah, a person who grows, a growth-oriented Jew. We so often just get stuck in a rut of doing things by rote, doing things because that's what we were trained to do, and we get into habits, and the, those were, if one had to try to identify two main themes that we're going to be focusing on, those two ideas, developing the olam hapnimi, the inner world that every Jew has, and uh, becoming a ben aliyah, becoming a person of, of growth, of moving, of movement, that a Jew should never feel like they're stagnant. We're always... Uh, moving. And with that, let's jump in. I want to do, we're going to bounce around a little bit from learning it inside. I do want to read some of his words inside because it's well, well worth it to speaking outside a little bit for the sake of time. I hope each session will be about 20 minutes or so. Sunday morning, we'll sit down, we'll learn all through Elul, getting ready for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Just, it's a great way to start our week. So let's uh, jump right in. So on the left-hand side of the, of the sheet is the beginning of his uh, discussion of what he calls the what's known as the Chodesh Harachamim, this month of Elul, the month of Rachamim, if one had to try to identify what is the essence of Rosh Hashanah that we're trying to get ready for, what's the main theme of what Rosh Hashanah is? So that's a complicated question because it's a very complicated day. It's a complex day. There are so many different aspects that run through what Rosh Hashanah is. He is going to identify three as we begin in our opening paragraph. Familiar phrase from the Machzer. This is the day, the beginning of your work. We describe Rosh Hashanah as the beginning of Hashem's work. Now, as you all know, the world was not created on Rosh Hashanah, as Chazal described for us. Who, what was created on Rosh Hashanah? 
Adam Harishon was created on Rosh Hashanah. Chazal understand the world was created, so to speak, on Chafhei Elul, so that the sixth day, the day that man was created, was Rosh Hashanah. That's what we refer to when we say, the beginning of your work is this day, because this is the day that man was created. Rosh Hashanah hu yom brios ha'adam. This is the day that man was created. Vizohi segulos hayom. And that is the special nature of when you talk about what's the segula, what is the unique aspect of the day of Rosh Hashanah, the most critical element is that it's the day that we, each and every human being, this is the day that commemorates the day that we were created. Shibo kol adam yochol havos bria chadasha. Why is that significant? That's the day that we were created? Because it's the day that we can recreate ourselves. The power of Rosh Hashanah lies in recognizing that this was the day that we were created, the human race was created, and therefore we each all have the power on this day, if we utilize it correctly, to recreate ourselves, to be a Bria Chadosha, to become, we are not shackled by what we were. On this day more than any other day, Rosh Hashanah is the day to become what we want to become, who we are destined to become, and that's the power of the day. That's element number one. What is Rosh Hashanah about? Becoming a Bria Chadosha, recognizing I was created today, and I'm going to recreate myself today. However, that's not the only aspect of the day. Uvayom shenivra ha'adam, end of the second line, on the day that man was created, Something else happens. Nishadsha Malchuso Yisbarach Al Ha'olam. What was created was the Malchus of Hashem. Hashem's kingship, because you cannot have a king without people. Ain Melech below Am. So that's why we say in Adon Olam, Azai Melech Shimon Yikra. When did you become Adon Olam Hashem Malach? You were the Adon Olam, the master of who, who reigned. But until there was a man who can call you king, so, you know, your kingship, what's the melech was added on? So on the day that we were created, now you also have a new entity in the, in the universe called Malchus Shamayim, as recognized by his subject, which is by us. Which means, Ki ein melech b'lohem as is heavy omer, Shnei yanim yeshnam Rosh Hashanah, Hadorshim hachanam erubah. There are two things in Rosh Hashanah which converge, both of which require tremendous preparation. His chadshus ha'adam, number one, man recreating himself. The his chadshus malchus And then that man establishing and recognizing and declaring the kingship of Hashem. Tzmichas ha'adam uvinyan ha'olam. The flowering of mankind and the building of the world. He's borrowing a phrase here. Those are familiar with his book on parenting. He likes the, the combination of tzmicha uzriya. There's the idea of binyan uzriya, of building and of planting. Planting and sprouting and growing is a very natural, organic process. And building is a very much of a man-made, it's not organic, it's directed, it's purposeful in a way that's through man. And he likes to play off those two elements, both in raising children, there's a natural, organic process to the children being raised, and then there's the parental input. So he borrows that idea here as well, uh, which, you, in, which comes from, from Davening. It's We talk about the flowering, the natural, organic process of Geula, and Bonei Yerushalayim. We need somebody to, to build Yerushalayim. And those two go together, but uh, we'll, we'll speak more about that. In any case, these are the two issues that need tremendous preparation. Getting ready ourselves to be nishadesh, to become new, to become reinvigorated, 
and then to declare Hashem as Melech, we have Malchus, and this hasn't yet even touched upon the major issue that probably most people would think about when we talk about getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, which is Tshuva, which is the whole process of what we started speaking about uh, yesterday before Mincha. As he describes the three lines from uh, the bottom, it's Starif Aleim Inyin Shlishi. There's a third issue, which is Tshuva. That is what the Yamim HaNorayim are, the days of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, days of Tshuva. So there are three things which require this preparation. Ourselves, getting ready to declare Hashem Melech, and then this entire bigger picture of Tshuva. Those are the three things we'll spend the next month, Mirza Hashem, getting ready for. Let's start with what he does, which is this first of the three, which is getting ready ourselves. The building of the human being, the re- getting ready for being nishadesh, for being ready to recreate ourselves. He starts with a Gemara we'll talk about outside, famous Gemara, which uh, really is based on a mission. The Mishnah says that a Rosh Hashanah, one of the four Rosh Hashanah, the Mishnah says four times a year that are considered a Rosh Hashanah. So what happens on Rosh Hashanah? Kol b'nei Adam, all people, kol boy olam, everyone in the world is ovrin lefan of kivnei maron, passes before Hashem like b'nei Maron. What does it mean that we pass before Hashem like B'nai Maron? So the Gemara very famously says three explanations of what that means. Uh, the first explanation, which is the most basic one, which uh, is the translation of the phrases like, like sheep in front of... Uh, a shepherd who's counting them. So just like they pass before Hashem one at a time to be counted under his staff, so too we pass before Hashem one at a time on Rosh Hashanah to be counted. Or the Gemara says maybe it means like um, two people walking on a path and they get to a very, uh, like a mountain areas and they get to a very narrow aspect in the path where only one person can pass at a time. So just like they have to... We can't go together. We've been helping each other until this point, but now we've got to do this alone. There's only enough room for one of us. That's, maybe that's what it means that in Rosh Hashanah we pass before Hashem literally one at a time. Or the Gemara says maybe it means like the soldiers in, in David HaMelech's army who were uh, counted and appointed and given their directives one at a time. Either way, what he points out, and there are many beautiful explanations as to why we need three different explanations and what the difference between them, but that's not for this morning. What he says, if you skip to the middle of that second uh, paragraph, the one labeled the Aleph, um, and right, literally it's right through maybe five lines from the bottom of that paragraph. There are three different images that Chazal gave us of what it means to be judged on Rosh Hashanah. Either alone, like a sheep being passed alone on a path, or alone as a soldier in David Melech's army. But what's clear that a Jew needs to feel on Rosh Hashanah is, Bidin Omeid Ha'adam Lefnei Baro Ligamre Levada. When we stand before, Rosh Hashanah, on, on, stand before Hashem and Rosh Hashanah, what's most clear is we are entirely alone. That's the most important thing. Bididus muchletes. Entirely by ourselves. Ein loto ein va'ed. We don't have a, ju- um, a, a lawyer. We don't have witnesses. Ki hua dayin, hua ed, hu ba. Hashem does all of that for us. There's nobody for us to blame. To make excuse. It's this one's fault. It's that one's fault. It's because of he. On Rosh Hashanah, none of that. We stand alone before our Creator. It's like there is no one else in the world other than each and every one of us alone. And we are achrai. We are responsible for everything. Now, here, here's where Revolva now gets into, okay, let's, let's talk, okay, that's a big idea. We all, we stand alone, we don't have any help, we have no excuses, we have no one to blame anything on, it's just us alone. 
So he says, imagine, picture the following for yourself. Person comes to Din. This is the second to last paragraph. We'll speak it out a little bit outside. And they say, "No, Loma Asakachvika. Why did you do this? Okay, you're standing now before the Creator. You're by yourself. And they ask you in the heavenly throne in front of them. Okay, it's Rosh Hashanah. Why did you do, take whatever action you want. Why did you do this? And the person says, Vuhu Yana, Shu Asa, Estam Kach. I don't know. I did it. Estam. I did it because whatever. So they ask him, Stam, you just, you just did it. Stam, whatever it is, whatever we're talking about. Im Yishalu, how they ask you? And they say, no, that's it, just like that. He'd say, well, everybody was doing it. You know, my whole community, my whole chavra, everybody was involved in whatever this was. So I, uh, I went along. I went along. Okay, so we'll say, no. And what were you thinking when you went? Is, is probably too early to give this example. I'm only here like a week. But, but let, well, let's just say, I'll just take a random example. I, I don't know. Somebody said this to me. Hey, Kiddush Club. We'll just say, let's do an example. So they say, so they say up in the heavenly throne, they say, Nu, why did you leave from Aftod? I don't say, why'd you leave? He said, I don't know, Stam. I just left. Is it Stam? Everybody else was leaving. So he said, okay, everybody else so, and what were you thinking? What, what were you thinking when you picked up and you left? What were you thinking? I, I, nothing. I wasn't thinking anything. Now, they don't really want to know what you're thinking. I'm telling you, for sure in Shemaya, they don't really want to know what you were thinking. But I wasn't thinking anything. What were you thinking then? Since I wasn't thinking anything. So they said, okay, 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 okay. Fine. Let's, so in Shemaya, they're going to do this. Thing. So, okay, let's drop the kid. I don't want Okay. You came to shul. You came to shul. You did a mitzvah. You came to shul to daven. Knew what were you thinking then when you decided to get up and come to shul? I said, I don't know. It's Shabbos morning. That's what you do. I wasn't thinking anything. I was like, that's what you, that's what you do. So if you still, okay, you put on your talus. You put on tzitzis. Knew what were you thinking? This is just, I don't know. This is how I live. My father bought me tzitzis and he bought me my tefillin and I went to yeshiva and I, I'm living life. I don't know. I wasn't thinking anything. So he says, Eich stam adam ya'amod bedin. How will a stam adam, a person who lives his whole world, his whole life, is a stam? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just doing. How are you going to stand in din? How are you going to make it through a Rosh Hashanah when you don't have what to answer? So he says, okay. Into, he says, okay. Says Revolver. Maybe I'm being too harsh, he says. Maybe I'm being too harsh. On the bottom of the, on the, bottom of the page. Vim Tomar. Who says that that's not good enough? Who says that I can't live, and as long as I'm doing a lot of good things, that it's okay to be a Stam guy? Who says I have to be a Yachid, that I have to be individualized, I have to think of it? Where, is it, where does it say that I need to do that? So he says, he flipped the page. One of the most beautiful, famous Mishnayas in all of uh, Shas. End of that first line on the top of the next page. The Mishnah says, Adam Arishan was created as a Yachid. Unlike all the other animals who were created in mass, mankind, Adam was alone when he was created. One individual person. Says the Mishnah, this teaches us, if you kill one soul amongst the, uh, any human being, it's as if you killed an entire world. We all came from one person. 
And on the opposite side, and if you save one life, Israel, it's It's as if you saved the whole world. And it's also to tell us the greatness of Hashem that He created. Look at all the human beings of the world. They all came from one mold. There was one human being. Normally, if you would create one mold and then you would, everything would derive from that one mold, so every coin would look like the mold that you used. Here we had one mold to start, and you had billions and billions of people, and everybody looks uh, different, the Mishnah says. The Mishnah concludes... This is the most powerful line that really every Jew should wake up every morning and right after Moda'ani, this is what we all should say. Chayev kol echad ve'echad lomar bishvili nivra ha'olam. Every person is chayev to say. Not it's optional, not it's a nice idea, not it's really good. Chayev. Every Jew is obligated to say the whole world bishvili. The world was created for me. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing statement that the Mishnah says that every Jew should walk around recognizing that. So he concludes the paragraph from Adam Arishon was a Yechidi, Vichudius Zu, he Nachlas Kolben. This is the inheritance. This is the legacy that Adam Arishon gave to each and every one of us as if we are the only one that exists in the world. Adam Hamalas Inin Yechidus Al Daito, Tsarach Lehiz Dazea, should make us tremble should make us tremble to recognize what that means, the significance of that, to feel that the whole world was created for each and every one of us. You know, to stop and think, out of all the people in the world, billions and billions of people in the world, there is no one like me. There's no one. No one like you. No one like me. There is no one like any of you. There is no one like any of you. There is not a single person out, out of everyone. And this is, uh, you know, an amazing... I'll, I'll tell you, coming from a smaller communities, you know, from, from Atlanta, from Montreal. So classes are smaller, communities are smaller. Everything is small. Then you come, you know, especially from... Like, there are like so many people. And the classes, the school, everything is so much bigger. And the idea of getting lost in the crowd, like what difference does it really make if I come to shul? What difference does it really make if I do this, if I participate in this, if I go here? Because there's so many others just like me. That's a tremendous nisayim, that's a tremendous difficulty, a challenge that in a bigger place, one has, it's not true. There is no one like you. No one. Literally not a single, not just, not just words, literally not a single person in the entire planet is like any of us. Not with our strengths, with our challenges that we have, with our personality. No one. We are alone as a yachid in this entire, entire world. And that is a lefikach kol adam hu yachid, that why we're chayiv to say, Hashem created me like I am, and there's no one else like me. That's an amazing, powerful thought. And it makes us, as he says, almost tremble um, as, uh, as we begin. I wanna, the next two paragraphs he discusses where we, we see this both in the trait of Avram Avinu, who was a yachid in his world, all the way through uh, Yaakov in his battle with the Malachim, uh, where he just describes where Chazal point out and connect the idea of being a uh, yachid. I want to go down to the very last paragraph on the page. 
Um, so may Ha'avos, all the way from Avram and, and Yaakov, who had this trait of being a Yachid, the Matan Torah, all the way down to when we stood at Har Sinai, where the Ramban writes, why does the Pasuk, why do the Aseris HaDibros begin, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, which is a singular language, Anochi Ay Hashem Elokecha, your God, Asher Hotzei Sicha, singular, who took you out of Mitzrayim. All the previous Pesukim were Belashon Rabim. Moshe, Hashem spoke to the Jewish people as a, uh, in a plural language. Shemot uh, which is plural, and the Ramban points out, so why did the Aseris HaDibra switch from speaking, every Pasuk beforehand was speaking to the people as a whole, Belashon Rabim, and then the Aseris HaDibra goes, in Belashon Yachar, Hashem is speaking to each individual person. So the Ramban says, Talking, switching to the top of uh, the next page, left hand side. Each person is being spoken to. He's being spoken to individually. No individual Jew can ever think. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with the flow. Whatever happens to the community, to the tzibur, I'll be judged with them. It doesn't matter what I do as an individual. It just matters what the community is doing. And if the community is doing well, if the minyanim are populated and people are going to shiurim and tzedakah is being given, what the difference does it make what I do? So that the Ramban says, the entire Saras HaDibras was spoken in Yachid. It's true, the community is also an, a thing. But one individual can never think, I'll, I'll just... I'll just tag along. I'll go, I'll be pushed along with what the community goes. It doesn't work that way. Each and every individual person um, creates that. Let's finish up this last paragraph. From Adam Arishon, Mutva, it establishes like our Teva and our nature. It's part of us that we are all individuals. And then from Avram Avinu, we each inherited this idea, the segula, of being an individual in the entire world. May Yaakov, to be levad, as Yaakov was alone, as, as we mentioned when he was, went back for his little vessels and he had his battle with, uh, with the angel, he was levad alone. Umatan Torah, as well as when the Torah was given, was given to each and every one of us alone. Is there an opening for anyone to say, for a person just to be, doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. This is his, uh, his opening. All of his chaburas, when he gave his chaburas, he ended with uh, an avoda, that the people involved had a task to do. So I would suggest the following for, for this week. Not to do anything new, which we'll get to, but not to do anything new. To take one thing that you're already doing and do it with purpose. Do it with thought. Whether it be coming to Sunday morning minion, wearing tzitzis, giving stocker, putting on your tzvil, it's something that we are, you're already doing. But not to do it stam. Not to do it stam. To become aware of what I'm choosing to, I'm choosing to come to Minchamarat, and I'm choosing to go, I'm, cho- I'm going to put my tefillin, I know, I, listen, we've all put on tefillin how many thousands of times, you don't even think about it as it's going, as it's going on, as it's going off, choose something that you're already doing, and just for a second before and say, I'm doing this on purpose, I'm doing this mitzvah, the Ribbon Shalom commanded me to do this, and now I'm taking this two seconds, this I'm doing, not to be stunned that my life is not being lived stam, that I feel like a yachid,
doing things purposefulness with purposefulness and with direction. And we'll pick up Mirza Hashem next week as we continue his uh, Zavoda through the Chodesh Arachamim uh, together.